Hey there, and welcome back to Aquarian Times. This is Julia Birnbaum. Today is March 30th, 2022, and this is episode 84. So I kind of grappled earlier today with what to talk about, and I really was not coming up with anything. Um, (laughs) It's not that there's not you know, obvious things to talk about, I guess, but I just was not feeling inspired. And um, yeah, I I sort of was not able to execute. (laughs) But um, I actually just got off a call with um, a friend and I was inspired by our conversation because um, we were talking about how this is, you know, basically we have a new moon coming up. Um, And for Um, some of the world. So basically the new moon is, um, again, for some of the world, it's tomorrow. And for some of the world, it is April 1st. So um, because it's happening, we're having a new moon at 11.24 p.m. Pacific Standard Time um, on the 31st of March. And so obviously, um, for a lot of people, that's going to be April 1st because um, it, we're, a, we're really close to that midnight mark. So, you know, um, full moons and new moons really are cuspy anyway, though, aren't they? We have basically like a three-day window where we're in that new moon or full moon energy because we have the day before, we have the day of, and then we have the day after. And they kind of blur, you know, it's kind of like a, kind of bringing that energy into the point Um, and so I always kind of think of them as, you know, transiting over a period of time, but there always is, of course, a moment. Um, and that's if you get yourself an ephemeris, which is a astrological, um, tracking device, um, you can track what time the planets are doing what and where, and it's pretty cool. So... So I thought, hey, maybe I will talk about this new moon because um, the truth is that it's, I actually feel the momentum, the momentousness of this new moon. Um, when, I, when I got the download from some of the people I follow about some of the details around this new moon, I was like, ooh, this is a super, super powerful new moon that we're having. So, um, So I'll tell you why. So first of all, the fact that we are um, basically in spring. So some people consider the new year to actually begin at the equinox, um, the spring equinox, right? So that was just a couple weekends ago. Um, so some people would consider this, that we have begun a new year. Um, and if you're familiar with like Chinese astrology, the first... Oh, sorry, it's the second new moon of the calendar year is their lunar new year. So this is the first new moon since the equinox. And it happens to be a new moon in Aries. And the point of why... Um, so, you know, the equinox obviously is the beginning of spring. So that would signify the beginning of renewal, right? But... For in this astrological world, um, Aries 
which it's Aries season and Aries time of year, which begins, you know, roughly March 20th, which is the equinox. We come into Aries season. Um, and each, you know, Zodiac um, season is a, about a month, you know. Um, we've got 12 of them, right? 12 months. And um, and so, unless in the Western system, so that this is what I'm referencing. But we have a new moon in Aries, in Aries season. And so it's a very, and Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. So it's the baby. It's the, um, again, it's the youngest sign in the, not the first sign. Well, okay, so it's, it's the youngest sign because the oldest sign is Pisces, um, which we go from Pisces to Aries. So Aries is considered um, in the Zodiac, again, the sort of like the baby. Um, it's the youngest sign of the Zodiac. Um, and so we kind of consider the Aries energy to be very kind of spunky and um, kind of like explosive and kind of like a child who's, you know, um, very excited. It's got a lot of energy and, um, but maybe not um, a lot of wisdom oftentimes that it's just, um, and it's fresh and is exciting. And it's, um, you know, you got that beginner's mind with Aries, but you know, it can be a bit combustible and maybe not like it's good at starting things, maybe not following through. Right. So it's that kind of, um, initiation energy, right? It's, that's what Aries is. It initiates spring and initiates the Zodiac and, um, Zodiac wheels. So that's a little bit of, of what this energy is about, which is this new moon that we're having, right? So, and if you think about it, you know, um, really around, you know, to, to also line this up with other events, um, we, let's pray, have definitely gotten through the thick of COVID, right? So, Obviously, um, you know, people have different opinions, but mask uh, mandates are have dropped in, I think, most all places. Um, and, you know, things are, quote unquote, sort of <laughs> receding, right? The whole COVID thing is kind of receding into the backdrop. Now, what I did talk about last couple weeks ago um strangely enough, timing-wise, right? Uh, just when we think, you know, we're in the clear because, you know, if you haven't noticed, um, there's, you know, drama to be had, right? On the planet, right? You think everything's going fine and hunky-dory and smooth and then, you know, like someone throws a wrench in something and it's, you know, it could be coming from anywhere. But, you know, we do have... <laughs> one of the topics I almost talked about today was polarity, right? We'd have polarity on this planet, right? You know, we have the good and we have bad and we have, um, you know, life-giving forces and we have sabotaging forces. And so expansion and contraction, you know, it's inevitable. It's not escapable. It's not an option, right? Not to experience that. So what I was going to say is if you did listen to my podcast a couple weeks ago, I referenced that on April 4th, which is on Monday, so about five days from now, um, 
we are having a planetary conjunction, I mentioned, um, in which uh, Saturn and Mars are going to be conjunct in Aquarius. And again, the last time that took place was um, in March of 2020. So you heard it here. Uh, we don't know, but, you know, we are, again, you know, blasting off into kind of this new new moon energy. Um, and I'll talk about that too. There's some very potent very potent things happening alongside the new moon this month. Um, but in a couple days from now, uh, a few days away, you know, ish, we will, we'll see, you know, there's another, um, <laughs> you know, curve in the, in the road as it were. Right. So we'll see what that brings. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're in times, we're in such times that it's good to be on your toes, right? It's good to have your emergency supplies. It's good to be doing your personal and psychological work. You know, it's good to be um, taking care of your body, doing your physical practices. It's good to be staying on point right now because um, it's kind of called, um, you know, it's it's go time. You know, it's it's not time to rest. I don't think um, we're going to have, you know, I just, you know, the way I see it is um, we're not, uh, it's not time to get lazy again. You know, what led us into these times, right? Um, especially with COVID and everything, it's like, um, you know, we're, we're, we're meant to stay on our toes. We're meant to be evolving like faster and faster right now. So it's like, you know, you get a little respite, but it's like, well, make sure that you're staying on point, you know, cause you're not going to, we're not going to go back into, um, you know, an, an anesthesia, you know, or a sedated, um, way of living where we can just, Again, just kind of self-medicate and check out. That's not an option. There's going to be, I believe, the coming events is to prevent that. That's the point, is um, to keep us on our toes so we stay evolved, evolving, and we don't, um, we don't have the option of just, you know, putting on the headphones and, um, again, taking a bypass on this lifetime. Like, it's time, it's go time, right? So, yeah, um, that's the way I see it, and that's that's what I'm calling here for these times, these Aquarian times. Um, if you're not on the program, um, well, uh, I would suggest getting serious about whatever that means to you, and um, whether that mean you know kicking your addictions, getting um, you know help with whatever it is that you are lagging on and um, whether that be your physical health, your financial wellness. Um, and again, we don't know, we never know where things are going to come from, but there are so many areas of our life to stay, um, you know, to uh, stay current with, right? So as long as, uh, you're, as long as you're doing something and you're working toward it, um, you know, you're on the right side of things. Um, we don't, we don't want to be in, 
um, active self-sabotage mode. So anyway, I don't want to lecture there, but that's, you know, clear to me, um, what these times are about. And I think it will become more and more clear because, yeah, I think that's the point. So anyway, so I wanted to talk about the energies of this new moon because like I said, um, you know, I do track the transits and every month, um, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm paying attention to these things and the new moon this month is special. <laughs> There's some, you know, very interesting stuff going on. So basically, you know, oftentimes we can just have a new moon by itself where that's the only thing going on, um, that day, right? The only, um, conjunction, um, and so, cause what happens is the sun and the moon are conjunct, um, for the new moon, right? So it goes dark and, um, that's, that's one conjunction, right? But this month there happens to be, and there's some other things going on too, and I'm not going to go into all of it, but this month, the sun and Mercury and Chiron and the moon are all conjunct. So it's four celestial bodies. And Chiron is not a planet. It's, um, I believe it's an asteroid. And I might have that a little bit wrong. But um, basically what it signifies, it's it's called um, the wounded healer. So it's the wounded healer um, of the chart. And forgive me, I can't remember what it's exactly called. It's not a planet. Maybe it's an asteroid. I'm not quite sure. There's a lot of different um, celestial bodies out there, but I maybe should have looked that up first, but you can go ahead and do that if you're interested. Um, but yeah, so we've got a very um, loaded, con you know, conjunct conjunction. It's called a stellium in astrology when you have a whole bunch of planets um, activity going on in the same house. So this is all happening in Aries, okay? Um, and again, if you don't know much about astrology, I know it, it's um, you have to sort of follow this stuff. But, you know, Aries, uh, to get specific on you, you know, um, depending on where your rising sign is, um, Aries is a specific house in your chart. So, um, you know, Aries could be in your first house if you have Aries rising, or Aries can be in your second house, um, you know, just depending on where your rising sign is, um, you have Aries in a specific house. And that's something I could help you figure out if um, you're interested in getting a natal chart reading with me, because I'm doing natal chart readings um, now. So you can reach out about that if you're interested. And it's very interesting to know where these activities are happening in what house for you, because what it means is a there's a new beginning happening there for you, right? There's a new beginning, not just a new beginning, but conjunct Mercury, conjunct Chiron happening in Aries, in whatever house that is for you. So, um, so why is that special? So Mercury is the planet of communication. So, um, one way I've heard it stated is Mercury is like the megaphone. So wherever Mercury is in your chart, it's basically what you like to talk about <laughs> or what you end up 
being interested talking about because it's the it's the megaphone, it's the microphone, right, in your chart. So depending on where you have it, um, Mercury, it, it's always very close to the sun. So interestingly, right, it makes sense. Mercury is, um, it can only go so many degrees from the sun, right? So it's usually in the same house um, as the sun is in anybody's chart. And um, meaning that if your sun was in, say, I'll give myself an example. If your sun is in Aquarius, then your Mercury will either be in Aquarius or it will be um, right next door in Pisces, either on one side or in Capricorn on the other, depending on where it is and rotating around that um, sun. So, um, yeah, so Mercury ends up being what we like to talk about, okay? And... Um, so that's interesting to find out if you check that out in your um, in your chart. You could look that up. Or you could, again, come to me if you're interested for a reading. Um, so we've got Mercury conjunct this new moon in Aries. And it's also conjunct Chiron. And Chiron is, again, it's very special. It <laughs> It is the wounded healer. So it's basically the wounds that um, we've... The deepest wounds that we've had in our life, and we've all, we all have a Chiron somewhere, it's our greatest gifts, right? It's like this transformation that we go through in our lifetime where our wounds become our gifts. And um, that's true for everyone, you know, to some extent. So if you look up anybody's story, say, you know, a football player, um, you know, who had like a big... Um, so I don't follow football, but like there's plenty of football players that have had, you know, um, injuries, right? And it becomes like, you know, the, the nexus point of their greatest wound and their greatest gift, because then it, it there's like a transformation that happens. And, you know, through that wound, um, they either start teaching about that or they have a transformation. And um, oftentimes it will take them out of you know, football and into some other realm, right? Where they become, you know, some kind of humanitarian, you know, um, serving the masses, right? And um, so that would all be in your chart, you know, where that all kind of shows up. That would be your Chiron. And it could happen, um, you know, think of anybody, um, you know, whether it be, again, some kind of accident, like Frida Kahlo comes to mind, you know, um, Frida Kahlo had a intense um accident on a on a she was on a bus or some kind of um train I can't remember but she was basically this horrible story um impaled by um one of the rods um in the bus there was an accident and you know she um became uh bed you know paralyzed bedridden long story but you know through that wound um, she, it became a great gift, you know, very tragic, um, story, but, you know, same thing with say Maya Angelou, right? Who, um, you know, as a child was, um, raped and 
then, you know, became an activist and a, and a, a women's rights activist. And so that was her greatest wound became a gift and it was a gift for the world, you know, and she um, led, you know, a whole movement um, of empowerment, women's empowerment. And um, so there's many, many examples, you know, usually it depends on where your Chiron is, you know, um, again, if you're going to be some kind of uh, star that rises, you know, um, to the public eye around your gift, then that says a lot about where your Chiron's placed and, and you know, why it's so prominent, you know, for you to, to use that wound as a gift to, as an example for the whole society, for our whole society and our whole world, you know, um, Nelson Mandela is another good example. So, you know, who was in jail as a, so many years and, um, you know, was released and it was like his, you know, his whole story was how he triumphed over that, um, long, long period of time of confinement. And, um, so you can think about what that is for you. You know, what, what has been your biggest wound? What has been your greatest wound in your life? That the Achilles heel of your life, the thing that you have grappled with and struggled with your whole life, but it's the thing that you have to offer other people uh, because you know so much about it. And if you've gotten a certain point in your life, it usually means you've overcome this thing or you've learned to live with it. You've learned to um, metabolize it and to greater or lesser extents, right? We can become real champions um, over the things, our demons, right? The things that keep us down. And uh, that journey, again, is quite um, heroic, you know, to be on such a journey because, you know, it's not easy for, you know, again, like you get impaled by a rod in a bus. I mean, you know, that could take somebody out in more than one way, right? Not just physically, but you could decide that, um, you know, that's it for you and you're not going to try anymore, you know, but it's the people that overcome their wounds that, um, again, become way showers, you know, for, other people with the same struggles because everything is universal, right? We only have how many themes on the planet, right? We have death, birth. Um, <laughs> we all have the same, you know, we all have the same, we all, you know, Zodiac wheels. We, there's only so many issues that we're, we're all sharing, you know, nothing's unique to you individually, you know, even though you are unique um, completely unto yourself. So long, long ramble to say that we've got the sun, which is, again, where our, uh, what, where, you know, our world revolves around is where our sun is in our chart. So wherever your sun is and what sign and what house, um, is basically where you shine, what, what, you know, what your whole world revolves around, you know, you got your sun in, um, you know, Aries, uh, your world is likely going to, well, it depends on what house, you know, but it's going to revolve around, um, you know, being a action taker, being a, um, initiator, being a starter, you know, um, of things. And so we've got the sun conjunct Mercury conjunct Chiron and the moon. So 
all together in Aries on a new moon. So, um, yeah, so that's a lot of power there. That's all this power packed. So the whole point is that this new moon is really about us metabolizing and, um, again, putting voice to Mercury speaking, right? Metabolizing some kind of access point to our wound, you know, and what our wound has been and how it is sort of coming through with this new opportunity for us to use whatever that wound has been um, to be the healer that we are, you know, and the world needs that, right? The world needs us to become the healers in our lives so that we can not only heal ourselves, right? Stop suffering and, or, you know, we never stop totally suffering, right? I mean, that's debatable, but we're always going to have issues, right? But maybe, you know, for some people they say, you know, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional, right? Maybe that at the point where you stop the suffering is where you become the healer, you know, and you're able to understand the suffering, not, um, not, not wish it away, not, um, be, you know, (laughs) begrudge it in all the ways and you accept it and you metabolize it and you're grateful for it and you understand that it was purposeful and it gave you the path that allows you to do the thing that you that only you can do, which is to heal through your wound. So this new moon is about understanding what I, you know, as far as I can tell here, is understanding what that is for you. What is that for you? Because, like I said, we need more healed people so that we can heal other people who need, who are, you know, who, the people that helped you on your path. Those are those people. Those are those people who persevered. You know, the therapists, the um, hypnotherapists, the healers, the energy workers, the whatever they were, you know. We need the people who can do that work, who did that work for us. We need to be able to become that person for somebody else. Because that means that we are not in our suffering and we are being, you know, used by creator, you know, to to do the work of healing and, you know, furthering our evolution. And I just want to say, too, that um, you know, because everything again is aligned with these celestial movements, it's sort of like, it's not to say, oh God, why did it take me so long to get here? I I messed up and I should have been doing this earlier and I, I've taken so long to heal and, you know, something wrong with me and all that berating stuff. Um, that's not part of the conversation because like I said, this new moon didn't happen 10 years ago. <laughs> this particular new moon with these conjunctions here is happening now, like tomorrow, you know, <laughs> depending on where you're in the world. And um, that's exactly when you've arrived at the place where you can 
and we'll be able to make that, have that new beginning in your reality where you are ready to, again, become that healer. So is it a big thing to say that this is universal and everybody's coming to the access point where they're becoming the healer? Well, may it be so. I sure hope so. (laughs) Why not? You know, I mean, we're all getting closer and closer to it anyway. You know, we all have our own journeys. It's happening at a certain point in your chart. You know, a little five-year-old's not coming to their you know, fruition on this new moon, you know, um, with, you know, other people who are more seasoned. And of course, we never stop growing. And this is, you know, it's all just movements on the path. But, you know, collectively, we are experiencing this together. And so it's hopeful, you know, it's hopeful about um, what this means for all of us. So when you think of what how these um, transits affect you, you know, don't just think about yourself because think about how they're affecting the people in your lives. The people in your lives are going through these transits too. You know, they're having these epiphanies. They're having these awakenings. Some of them may not be as aware or articulate about it, but, you know, they, they sure as heck are going through them. And um, it's kind of it's kind of nice to embrace you know, um, a shared experience when it's a positive thing. So, you know, the other side of the healer is, um, you know, the healing crisis. I just want to mention that briefly is just to say that if you're not familiar with the healing journey, um, oftentimes we can have what's called a healing crisis, which means that everything comes up, um, you know, there's a heightened, like I talked about this last week with the upgrades, you know, I'm calling, you know, I called it an upgrade where you might have like a quickening of your process kind of speeding up to the point where it feels like a breakdown, you know, it feels overwhelming, it feels chaotic, it feels, you know, I don't know, maybe you fall and break your ankle (laughs) because, you know, you need some time to rest and actually be with your upgrade, right? And, uh, the world needs you to slow down. So there's always a reason, you know, for whatever happens, our, however our system interacts with this tech, these technologies, you know, of these influences, um, is basically, it's like chemistry, right? It's like your system coming to meet um, like an activation, if you can think of it like an energetic activation, which is planetary activation and again depending on what you have going on your system it's like if you think of it like doing a sauna or a sweat lodge or something you know you will if you're if you're in good shape and you're eating well and all these things you'll have a you'll feel purified you know you'll have a good lodge (laughs) a good sweat lodge or a good sauna but if you know you have a bunch of toxins in your system and um you know, or, you know, in your mind or whatever, you know, you're going to have a more difficult, it's going to make you feel worse before you can feel better. 
And oftentimes then you have to realize, oh, maybe I need to change some things, you know, maybe drink less alcohol or less coffee or maybe eat more protein or whatever it is that you actually need to do because your system can't handle, you know, because of the way you're, you're treating it, right? So, and that's all stuff I, I work with as well with um, like holistic wellness, um, you know, um, Ayurvedic um, working with the system, your system and how to optimize, um, your dosha and, you know, working on the physical level, right? Um, you can talk to him about having a, a wellness session and I can help go over your, um, it's a two hour intake and we go over your, you know, diet and sleep and exercise and, a lot of different things to figure out what's going on with your system and how best to optimize, um, you know, some protocols, uh, to get yourself more fit, you know, moving out the toxins or, you know, adding in, like I said, protein if necessary, or more water, hydration, different things like that. Um, so again, that's these are all. I think I've talked about the koshas before. There's, um, you know, the sheaths, the five sheaths, right? We have the physical sheath, and that's the outer sheath, and we have to take care of our physical bodies, um, right? It's so complex. That's why I do the work that I do. That's multi-dimensional, really, to work with. You know, from blueprinting, you know, of your your um, energetic makeup through, you know, your natal astrology, um, to working with your physical health and, um, it's all interrelated and it's the way that I've come to sort of self-diagnose and work with my own system is through working with the five layers and working with, you know, the prana and the, um, you know, the, the physical body and then, energetically, you know, working with, um, you know, even beyond into, um, you know, journaling practices and affirmations and different things, right? There's so many tools that we can use to uh, keep our systems up to speed. And um, yeah, it can be, can be a lot, right? So depending on the kind of system that you have, what kind of imbalances or that you're dealing with, you know, natally. And, um, you know, again, according to your dosha or what's called your property, your nature, um, you know, that's stuff that you will always be dealing with, right? It's the way you're wired. So, you know, like you just have to keep going back to, you know, the basics always, you know, starting with the basics and um, working your way to more and more refinement with your system. So again, that's what I do. Um, if you're interested in, um, you know, um, having a consultation with me or seeing how, you know, best I can help you get into better alignment, um, please reach out. You can check out my website, juliaburnbaum.com. There's more information on there. Um, I, you know, I'd like to be updating my website in the next several maybe six months or so, um, just cause I think that's good to do every few years. And, um, 
So yeah, I'm kind of looking into um, upgrading or updating, um, and it would be an upgrade too, um, <laughs> from the last iteration of what I um, talked about, which is what I do, because it's always evolving and, um, you know, there's a lot of pieces to it. So again, I do life coaching as well and tarot readings. So that's all on my website. You can check it out. And um, anyway, I just hope this information was helpful for this new moon for, for you. And with what we're heading into, what you can kind of use to set some intentions, maybe do a little um, sort of personal ceremony around um, touching base with yourself about what your greatest wound has been and what is your gift to teach, what is your offering, you know, from that. And just remember that we all have that, you know, and that's in an ideal world, we will all be using those gifts to help one another, you know, not be in our little silos of um, self, you know, um, what do you call it, individualism, <laughs> which I think we're breaking out of. Um, so that's what I've got for you today. I hope it was helpful. Um, and, uh, yeah, so get in touch if you need any, you know, clarification on anything. I'm happy to, um, you know, offer that. And, uh, thank you so much for listening. I do hope you have a fabulous, um, breakthrough this new moon and let it give it time, you know, not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily happen on the day. And often, you know, we can look at it as a cycle um, from, you know, from the new moon to the full moon. The full moon is something coming to fruition, you know. Um, so the new moon is when the seed is planted. And it may be unconscious. You may not completely know what you're planting. Sometimes, you know, you can know. But the full moon is a time when things could sort of come to a, a, you know, maybe it will show its face, you know, um, about what, what this is about for you. So, um, you can look forward to all that. And, uh, once again, really appreciate you being a part of my, um, listenership and yes, you can rate and review if you wish. And, um, yeah, and I also have sponsorship for the show. If you're interested, that's on my website on the contact page. So thank you again. And, um, like, like I said, uh, enjoy this, uh, this doorway to this new um, beginning. Okay, thanks again.